This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. My worst nightmare, just it, in case you know, don't know, like we record the podcast in the radio studio, right? Yeah. Same button, same studio. The same, like literally within one button off. This podcast can go on the air. It could ruin our lives. <laughs> so for the first like 48 customers, just as I sweat, I'm just like waiting for somebody to call. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's the uncensored podcast. Hey, baby. You know what you signed up for. I know. Ain't no kid jokes here, baby. <laughs> Ain't no top three. Nah. Hey, welcome to Kramer and Jess Uncensored. Yeah, if you're new, welcome. This is basically the stuff we can't talk about on air. Either it's inappropriate or... We'll get in trouble. That's true. You know? Yes. Like, our families would kill us with some of these topics. Our friends, like, nope, can't do it here. You know where we should put it? Where no one listens. A podcast. Because what is podcasting? It's, a, it's freedom. It's a thing of the past. It's freedom. I heard terrestrial radio is where it's at, Jess. Oh, really? And I did. It's a new, a new survey came out today. Sorry, I'm, I'm turning on my heater because I'm freezing. Zero degrees outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cold here. Um, we're in Baltimore, in case you don't know. It's uh, I'm pretty much done with the weather. I'm done with it. It was kind of cute at first. You ever dated somebody and like it's cute at first and they just get annoying? <laughs> like that's literally like, the feeling I get. Like Jeez. I was, I was kind of excited at first. I'm like, cool. It's like we haven't done. I have never done weather this cold, and this is not even cold. Cold. There's people listening north of here. They're like, go f yourself. No, because I, okay. I know. Nothing. I know. But like 28 degrees, though. I know. I'm sorry, but that's it's wild. fucking cold. It's and wild. And it's like the, we've seen the sun for the first time in like three weeks. It's just and, and what uh, two days ago, I swear to you, it was Harry Potter weather. Like it was foggy, but not and then raining and dark. And it was like 3 p.m. Can I tell you, though, shout out. I'm going to give a quick 30 second commercial um, because shout out to this light in here. <laughs> this sounds so lame. That your mom got you. Yeah. Let me give you a commercial. The shout out should go out to your mom. Shout out Nancy. Yeah. Because. Uh, that's my mama. Because she... Let me do this one. Um, she bought me this light therapy light, mm-hmm. which is basically like this ugly little globe that you put in your room, and it emulates sunlight. It's like the same temperature, if you will. That's one well, not temperature. That would, Obviously. But it's the same like, color. Same vibe. Yeah, same vibes. The yeah, vibes like, the what same. the fuck? <laughs> like, just talk normal. <laughs> the vibes are the same. Yeah. As sunlight. And so I'm like, this is going to be whack. This sounds like some whack. I mean, the last like two some, mornings. Like some like TV. Yeah. Seen on TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah some yeah. scams she got me involved in. 
No, I love it. Like, I come in. Like, can you tell the difference? I feel great in the morning now. Does, does I, it work? I, I pop that thing on in the morning. Jess can't see. I need to get you one in there because it's just my biggest thing right now is I can't see the damn sun. Yes. And like, it, y'all, it, today is the first sun day we've had in probably a week. I didn't realize how much of a difference that it made just because I've been used to it my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. You took it. You took it for granted. I took the sun for granted. I've changed. I've had to change my foundation, like makeup, three different times because my skin is literally getting lighter because there's no fucking sun. And I've never had to do that before in my life. You're my color, I feel like. Oh, almost. I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm getting there. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's just not something I'm used to. And like, it's just weird being in, like, going to. I don't know, Sephora, and you're like, hey, it's me again. Can I get the shade lighter? Because <laughs> I can't recognize myself anymore. Thank it's you. Me. <laughs> yeah. No, like, ma'am, are you okay? I'm not okay. No, no I haven't seen the sun in weeks. I'm not. I'm not okay. It's not good. It's not good. No, man, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for some fucking, just some summer. You know, I'm honestly, Jess, and we, I think we talked about this last time, we have to plan a vacation in February next year. Yes. We got to break this up because I feel like I see I see so many people on vacation right now, especially with a holiday weekend. Yeah. So many people from the north. That, and I never really like paid attention to it before, but all my north friends always go on vacation. During this time. During, yeah, in, in February. Get the hell out of here for a while. That you makes know? sense. Just I mean, like warm yeah. up, you know? We're learning. We're getting used to it. We're adapting. Now we know, you know? It's fine. Yeah. Two things I need to talk about today. One... I feel like I'm becoming a party pooper on my sister's wedding, but is it for a good cause? Okay. Mm. Number two, we'll go to that one second. Let me start with a more salacious topic first. Because Debatable. <laughs> I don't, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, I have not been in a situation like this ever in my whole entire life, and I don't know how to handle it. I honestly don't know what the rules are in this one particular topic okay. when you break up. Like, mm-hmm. how is this one thing supposed to be handled? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, some things you get. Like, you, you, you talk about, like, are we going to unfollow each other on social media? That's <laughs> just, You understand that? That's clear? Like, uh, are we going to have contact at all? Like, you, let me get my stuff back. Jessica. Yes? What in the world are you supposed to do with nude photographs that you have of the other person? Now, let me tell you. I... I'm talking about, we're going back to the Miss California situation, okay? Oh, God. Uh, yeah, it's been a, been a minute. But I went through, when we broke up, deleted them. Because I never want to be the cause of, if something happened... To your phone. Terrible. You got hacked. Terrible. Yes. I would hate myself forever for that. Yeah, but yeah, The first yeah. thing I did, just go, whoop, 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 Delete done, everything. Okay? So the first thing, literally, I did mm-hmm. was that. Because mm-hmm. that feels like... That is like a responsibility. Yes. You know, more than any responsibility I think that I've ever had with anybody. It's yeah. like not let anything happen with that. Mm-hmm. Now, question is, is that an unspoken rule? Is that an unspoken rule when it comes to breakups and photos or videos mm-hmm. that you may have of someone else? Does it go without saying that it gets deleted? Let me ask the reason that I'm bringing it up is here we are. We're... Two months removed from that situation, from that breakup now, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what she may have. Of you? Of me. Okay. And is there a part of me that is a smidge worried that... She would expose you? Not expose. That she would get drunk one night and get super angry about everything and expose you? I, it's I, Listen, it's a very vulnerable spot to be in Absolutely. with someone that you don't have a commitment to <laughs> to oh. have to have those 
type of material. And I got to be honest with you. It's I don't, not smart. It's not smart. I don't know what she has. I don't know. I don't. I really honestly don't know what she has. Mm-hmm. Okay. There mm-hmm. wasn't there wasn't a lot of exchange by any means. But mm-hmm. I got to be honest. If I'm saying like two months, I, if, I forget what happened this week. But something triggered my brain. I was like. Are those still out there? Into the because, universe? Yeah. There was no conversation about like, what should we do with said material? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I now need to go back and say, hey, um, you know, those photographs that you may or may not, do you have them or no, is there any? And delete them, please. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's been two months. It's been two months. Mm-hmm. So like, does that conversation need to be had? Or is that just a given? Is that like, do I go back two months later mm-hmm. and spark up conversation again? Hello, it's me. Uh huh. Do you remember those photos that you have of my D? You may or may not have. <laughs> that was funny. Mm. Jessica, that was funny. I don't know. I'm super grossed out right now. Adele, hello. <laughs> I'm per- yeah, I'm very, very Twice? disgusted right now. Come on. You've been in a relationship before. Yeah, how do I'm I sure, feel about it? I'm sure that like your ex-boyfriend oh, God. had something of yours. Ooh. There had to be. Y'all were together for seven damn years off and on. No, I know. There had to be something. Yeah. Either something he took or you sent. No, I've thought about those things. I've thought about my exit strategy because he can't be trusted. So if something were to go down, how I would handle it. Puts you in a vulnerable spot, doesn't it? Yeah. So what is the what's the game plan? Like you guys never talked about it. No. But I think my situation is different than yours because I feel like you can, you still could reach out and and say that and it'd be like a safe thing. Is it awkward at this point though? It would be awkward, but I think you have every right just to double check. As long as you, when you do spark said conversation or however you choose to behave with this situation, as long as it's like, hey, hope you're doing well. Hello. Hope you're doing well. Just, I was just wondering if this, and if so, can you please get rid of? And and also, I think what would be super, super awesome is in that how moment. Are, how are you? How's it, how, how's the family? Yeah, like delete the dick Also, pics. do you have any penis pictures of me? If so, could you just... Uh... I think it would make it better, too, for you to say, just so you know, for your own, you okay. know, for your own okay. mental whatever. Yes. I immediately, like in that moment, right after we got off the phone, the first thing I did was remove all of that material, and I don't have that anymore. Or, okay, which I like, okay, but could I go into the conversation and say, hey, I just wanted to say. Oh, my God. Hello. Hello. Oh, my God. It's It's me. me. Do you remember all those pictures that you have of my D? Can you delete those? Is anyone else uncomfortable? Please. Because I'm literally crawling out of my skin. <laughs> no, I'm no. I, what I'm thinking is, can I say that's By the way, that song is fantastic. No. Adele Hello is so classic. I know. I forgot about it. I know. Um, how about if I go in on the offering, not the offering, but the in, informative state of like, hey, I just wanted to like ease your mind and just let you know anything you sent me gone Mm -hmm. i I deleted it so you just in case that runs through your mind i got you because then it's like Mm, i don't know if you should open up with that so how what do i do you just say (laughs) say two months ago i deleted yours did you delete mine it's been two months like i hope you're a decent human being would do that for some reason i don't know why i just don't think you should lead with that because i think 
randomly being like, just to let you know, I did I did this. Is it awkward? It kind of sounds a little shitty versus, hey, I hope you're doing well. Um, something that cross, came across my mind super randomly was, if you do have this of me, and if you do, could you please delete them? Just to let you know, the second that whatever happened, whatever phone call situation, I removed those Hello. from my phone, so you have nothing to worry about. I would end on that note, not start it, because it's weird how, like, if you start off with that, you sound kind of like a dick. Just to let you know, I deleted your shit. You know what I mean? I think this song actually is about that. She had to call him. This is sad. <laughs> I don't think that this is about a dick pic. Adele for sure did not sing this and write this song about a dick pic. And if anyone is a freaking, I mean, if anyone's winning, it's her. God. Yeah, she did good, didn't she? Yeah, good on her. She won won post-breakup. Good on her. I just, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll say anything or not. I would if I was you. It's in my head. And she's a good person. I feel like if you were to say that, she'd be like, she probably would have been like, first of all, I got rid of that months ago. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Why would would. you want to keep that anyway? You know, it's it's not cute. Um, Do you... Um, what was I gonna say with that? Uh, oh, and it wasn't like it was tumultuous breakup. Like if it was a tumultuous breakup, exactly. I'd be That's much why. more like, yes, exactly. Uh, what are you gonna do? Well, so like, are you are you paranoid at all? Am I paranoid? Yeah. It's funny because <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up because this thought actually crossed my mind a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Hello. And not just about my ex-boyfriend. I I was I talked about this on my podcast, Low Key, on Apple Podcasts. And you can also go on the link in my bio and stuff. It's like, whatever. <laughs> but I talked about this in my last podcast because something, like, not only am I afraid about pictures of, you know, what an ex-lover could have of me, but just how I used to behave back in the day, you know? I was uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. And I was doing crazy things, and I was hanging out with crazy people. Yeah. And... Luckily, if anyone has videos and pictures of anything, it's me because I'm always I've always been that person. But it did cross my mind because I got some weird DM from a person that used like I used to hang out with and party with in San Diego. And it was uh, he disagreed with something I had said and made a video about when it comes to like politics or whatever. Okay. And he was just like he said something mean to me. And the first thing I thought was like, oh, shit. What if this dude has a picture or a video of me acting crazy and like, what would he do? What would I do? How would I feel? And that just, I think covers, that just goes across the board, whether it's like a nude or something or me just not looking okay. So what, are you going to do anything about it or are you just going to leave it alone? I just blocked him and removed him from everything (laughs) and anything. And if something goes down, then I'll just do a text 888 number and just do a whole (laughs) tell all about it. That's my exit strategy about everything. Honestly. Why? Because I did it? Yeah. And I'm just, there's no, there's nothing I can do. If something happens and you guys see something of me, me that isn't the best, I'm not going to be like, that's not me. <laughs> I'll be like, look, she's she's way darker than how I look right now. I don't even recognize that girl. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be like, yeah, that's me. That's As, that's my ass. And you know what? <laughs> you know well, what? Would, what kind of pictures, what kind of pictures are out there that you're worried about? What are you? What could you possibly be doing that you think, as a show, uh-huh. we would have to do a, like a PR campaign? Text eight 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 for the truth. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna out myself. Like, can you give me genres of like what this might be? Is it sexual? Is it partying? Is it I is it know. drinking? Is it drugs? Like it, what? I, 
feel like it could be. I I definitely. I, I there's definitely been some like sexual things. I feel like someone might have of me. Wow. But no. But no. I'm not. I'm not like Paris Hilton over here. I'm not like Kim Kardashian over here. There's yeah. no, there's no sex tape. Right. But I feel like any sort of picture, any sort of like picture in relates to that kind of situation is like literally the end of the world, Loki. You right, know what I mean? Right. So maybe a couple of those. I and don't then, even know. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to think if, like, a nude photo or sexual photo of us were to leak in 2021. How it would be? How would it be received? I don't know if I'm even worried about, like, obviously it would suck, but I my main concern is, like, my parents, you know, my family. Yeah, I mean, like, it would definitely be embarrassing. That's what would but suck like, about it. But, like, for our career, would it really harm us? I'm trying to think. I'm really trying to think how that would how that would play out. I, I would know. say 10 years ago, probably. Now, yeah, yeah. I feel like you go on TikTok and you see more, more genitals and boobs. That, yeah, than that's what else, I mean. You know? like, exactly, exactly. I just don't know if it would harm us per se. Honestly, I think the the hurt, it would just come from the act itself of whoever were to do it. Yeah. That would be the most hurtful thing out oh, of totally. anything. Totally. It's you the, know? the biggest of betrayals. Mm-hmm. You know? That's mm-hmm. a very, very sensitive thing to do with someone. Yeah. When you have like their body parts somewhere in your phone yeah it's like hello it's just not smart it's me yeah Mm -hmm. so hello it's me i don't even know this recording of the system right now you may have heard it i've been playing adele hello like 15 times um so listen our podcast phone number 855 kramer jess 855 kramer jess have you ever had to have that conversation with someone after the fact? Mm-hmm. Like how how is that handled in the splitting? And obviously ours is now two months removed, so it's not like we had to sit down and be like, "Well, those photographs, what are we gonna do?" Like, and it ended in a you guys had like it, a fine. almost like a mature kind of like this isn't working. You're right. All right, bye, bye. So you know? have you ever had to deal with that before? And what was the proper way of doing it? The time you had to have that hello conversation. It's mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? 855 Kramer Jess. Okay, Jessica, switching gears. Um, you So, your sister's wedding. Oh, you want to talk about that? I was gonna talk about you for a second. We can go okay. back to my sister's wedding later. Okay. Um, we can talk about me a little bit. Okay, you you lead the conversation. Okay. I don't want to step on any toes. Something that I am going through right now and figuring out, and I feel like I feel like this is probably something that all of us have to deal with at some point in our lives if you are close with your family is seeing how like trying to figure out the healthiest way and to be in control of how much I am involved with my parents and my sister yeah and so every family has issues every family has history and so right now you know a lot of that is coming up for us one because there's certain things that we that we need to handle and that we need to address that haven't been and then two just because they're going through you know things and what like whatever and i think what i'm trying to be aware of is there's really nothing i can actually do when i come if i'm going to be realistic about anything there's really nothing i can do across the country three hours ahead right you know it's tough i mean yeah coast to coast even just that alone and communicating with your family's tough yeah when there's problems even tougher yeah and then i think too like i don't want to be put in a situation to where it could compromise my relationship with my parents and also my relationship with my sister 
And another big lesson that I'm learning right now too is I can't, people are going to be who they are and they're going to do what they're going to do. Right. And I have to accept that. And it's not my job to fix anybody. It's not my job to fix anything. And I also think there's a difference between just like, like I, I'm never, I'm never going to not be, I'm never going to not show up for my family. Cause that's just not who I am. And that's not what my heart is. Right. But I know I can be a lot better at, um, I guess not getting so emotionally involved in, in decisions that are out of my control and that aren't mine to make, you know? Do you think that you are a control freak just as a person? I'm not a control freak. I I think the best way I can describe it is like being an empath. Mm -hmm. Like when someone close to me is going through something, it's hard for me not to carry on that weight and to separate that issue and that turmoil from my own, especially when it's my parents and it's my sister. And it does have to do with things that I am and have been involved in. Right. It's hard for me to like not feel my sister's pain to my core and to have it like, emotionally and physically mess me up because I want to be there for her so bad. And so, I mean, that's another thing too, having to be so far away from my entire family and wishing that I could be there and not feeling guilty that I'm not because it's not my job, you know? And that's, it's a really hard line to, to be on. Why do you feel like it's your responsibility? Because I, the reason why I feel like it's my responsibility. Like when there's family issues that are going on, that with the one that's, that you're currently going through, mm-hmm. what percentage are you actually involved in it? Like what? how much does it have to actually do with you? I think I make it my responsibility because nobody talks about it. And what I'm trying to avoid is what I've seen, how my family usually deals with things or or certain relationships between, you know, my my dad and his siblings or my dad and his parents and also with my mom and all that kind of stuff, you know? Right. Seeing how that has ended up and seeing the things that we deal with now, I don't want that to be the situation in my unit between my mom, my dad and my sister. Right. Growing up too. You know, I don't I don't I don't want there's certain things that I've seen I'm trying to avoid. And the reason why they've been that way is because conversations have not been had and issues have not been dealt with. And so I know that I'm the person that will say something. And so sometimes I've also learned that not only in my family, but even in certain like, you know, relationships with friends and stuff like that, or even in my own relationship, people know that I will do that. And so they'll wait for me to do it and allow me to do that. And so that's- Do you like doing it though? Yes and no. I don't because- it's not really your personality type. I I think- First and foremost, like, I don't think you, there's some people that just like to jump into conflict, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you know, people, like people that always just want to be in like the mix of like what's going on. No, I don't see you as that type of person. It's the caretaker in me that becomes a type of person because I'm not going to let that. I don't, I want to take care of them and I don't want us to fall apart. That's okay. that part of me that forces me to jump in that, that also doesn't like, I can never just ignore it, you know? So I'm learning on how to like say my piece and do what I can and then step away when it's appropriate. And also step away when I need to for my own, I guess, like mental health too. Do you think you're struggling with that right now of like when to do which? Yeah. And learning and setting new boundaries because I've never had those boundaries before, which is why we are in the place that we're in, which is why certain things are on my plate that shouldn't be. But again, I, I didn't learn that I need, I didn't know I needed boundaries. I didn't even know how to do that. So yeah, it's all, a boundary? it's all a learning situation right now. 
how, how do you get out of it? I mean, how does it, how does it change? Like how, I don't know, obviously I'm no therapist, but how does that, how does that get better? I mean, especially like in the situation that you're in right now mm -hmm. where, you know, it's not necessarily involving you specifically. Mm -hmm. How do you get out of it? I think there's certain things that they ask me to be involved in that I shouldn't be and I know that I shouldn't be. So it's a matter of learning how to say no to those yeah. and being okay with saying no. And so, then also no, it's like pick and choose, like pick and choose my battles and stuff like that. There's certain conversations that I should be a part of. And then there's certain ones that I shouldn't be. Do from, and again, you can answer whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Um, do that's called a boundary. Yeah. Um, do you, do you feel like that they come to you and say like, you need to go talk to this other person about this? Yes. Mm -hmm. And do you feel like the other side comes to you and says, you need to go talk to this person about this? Yes. God, that's stressful. Mm -hmm. That's been my life for a very long time. And so... And you've just done it because... Yeah, because I love them. And you just want everything to be better. Yeah. But that's not your responsibility. Correct. And that's a lot... That is a lot of stress mm -hmm. on your life mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with you or very little to do with you. Yeah. It's hard. Listen, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Boundaries are tough. Boundaries are really tough when it comes to like helping without hurting yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a, there's a fine line between like how much do you give versus how much are you taking away from that situation? Like what, by helping, how much emotional strain are you putting on yourself? Mm -hmm. Now I've only, I, I know right now that you're going through a lot and in a lot of different ways. The move is, is hard enough. The a pan, if, let's take everything else at life away. Pandemic life alone, hard. Yeah. Okay. Moving across the country, hard. Mm -hmm. First winter ever, hard. Mm -hmm. uh, now dealing with family conflicts outside. That's just a lot going on. Yeah. How much of all the things that you're going through, you're, you're trying to sift through right now. Do you feel like this instance with your family where you're having to be the mediator is taking your energy. What percentage of your, all of your energy mm -hmm. is it taking right now? I'd say the past month would be like 50%. That's a lot. Because a lot of, a lot, just a lot of things were happening back to back to back yeah. that I was involved in. So how do you get out? So I think the most, the recent thing that's been helping me is like, not not participating in certain conversations and allowing them to handle things without me, you know? Yeah. And then something I'm working on is especially in regards to my sister. And this is the biggest thing cuz like like I think one of my biggest priorities is protecting my relationship with her, you know? Be just because like if anything happens between them, that's going to have to run its course, you know? There's nothing right. that I can't control that. Right. But what I don't want is my sister to associate me in that situation because I'm her sister, not a third parent. And that's something that we've always struggled with, especially because we are nine and a half years apart, right, you know? Right. And so I think with her, I mean, we kind of talked about this on the air, that like little article about when you get into arguments, like, do you want a solution for this or you just, do you just want to vent to me? Right. And so that's the biggest thing I'm, I, with her, because I want her to be able to share things with me. And even though I know that, it's not okay what's going on and it's not okay if I like what she may be doing or not doing. I just have to allow her to speak to me and like be okay with letting her learn whatever she's going to learn and do whatever she's going to do because it's her life, you know? So how does that ever get better though? It's, 
it's being because I see it's I see it's weighing on you. Yeah, you but it takes but it takes you. more work though too. Like even like making these changes is also difficult too. So I know that I'm not going to be out of the woods for a while no, that's because what, yeah. this is different. I'm I'm changing the way we're operating right now, and we've been operating this way for a long time. And so with my sister, it's just little by little with when she does call me and wants to talk about things, I have to be in control of myself on, I'm not going to tell her, I can't tell her what to do. Right. You know? Right. I have to change my role and be the listening ear and give her the resources that I know that she needs in order to get better. But I can only give her, I can give her this information. I can give her this person maybe she can speak to. And if she chooses to do that, then that's on her. And I have to let that be it's hard because if it's like a and i don't i'm going to use the word toxic because i don't think top when there's conflict between two people and it's too much it's if it's a friend or coworker or somebody sometimes it's just easy just to cut them out of life or to have like certain exchanges with them mm-hmm. if like it's a coworker, you only got to see him for a couple of days to talk about work do what you think get out of there right yeah uh but it's your family though makes it tough because what do you you can't like cut your family out of your life i mean you can but that's not, not yeah that's not, not recommended yeah you know yeah yeah that's tough man that's tough it's like it's like almost in, i don't want to say insult to injury but it's like just with everything you're having to figure out right now yeah that sucks it's a lot yeah how you feeling i'm okay yeah mm-hmm. are you one i to, mean one to ten i'm okay yeah. i'm like i'm like the emoji right now that has the two eyes and then the line. The straight face? The straight face. That's I'm just not like, a terrible I'm place just, to be. Well, that's what I mean. I'm like, Merp. Like, does this suck? Yeah. Is it hard? Yes. But what I refuse to do is just to wallow because I would rather learn how to handle this better and be a stronger person because of it. And then you're just, yeah, you're and this build is a... and build my own situation in my own environment based on like the mistakes I'm seeing and the things I do and don't want to do. So like, that's another thing too. I'm, I'm an adult now. So it's not like the way I would usually handle these things. Is, that's another thing. I can't I can't just like freak the fuck out. You know, I can't like that's not something that I I mean, I can. You can. It's great well, for the radio. The Please do. If I you're gonna can. Do it, do, it, do it at 740. I can, but I'm <laughs> but I'm not going to do that. And so it's like you can either change things and like, I don't, I don't know, be better and try to do better or you can just fucking complain about it. And so this week I like had a meltdown and I cried about it. But I don't want to just let it take over me. When you cried, when you cried about it, what what were you crying about? I was crying about missing my family. Yeah, being cold. Yeah, just like all this shit. I just I just needed to complain for a second. Yeah, you know, feel good. Yeah, yeah. One thing Jess said to me. I don't I don't think you mind me saying this. We can edit it out if you do. But like, telling yourself that everything's okay when it's not the worst. It like adds such a level of pressure to a look like you have your life put together, yeah, and b to feel like you've got your life put together, yeah. You know, that's one thing I don't do. I'm just like, man, this fucking sucks, and like, but then like, that's because like right now, that's really what I'm dealing with. The isolation is killing me right now. Yeah, like it was okay in San Diego being isolated because I knew it. It felt familiar. It was warm outside. I could just go outside whenever. Even when we first moved here, mm-hmm. it was okay because it wasn't like I could still like go outside. And like to me, that's always a nice place to just reset. Yeah, a little walk around the park, walk around the block, whatever. Mm-hmm. I always feel a little bit better when I come back in. I don't have that right now, you know. Uh, so. I always think, so what can I do about it? 
Like, what can I do about this isolation? Well, I got a couple options, right? I could like try to go out and make friends. Um, I know at that point it's going to put me at a risk of getting sick mm-hmm. or spreading it to someone else. And honestly, that's not a risk I want to take. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get sick for me. I don't want to get sick for you. I don't want to get sick for the show, the radio station that brought us out here to give us a shot. One of the only morning shows that were put into place in 2020. Uh, I don't want to screw that up. Yeah. Now with that said, so then I'm like, okay, that's not an option. So then like, what about dating? Could I start dating? Which by the way, I do not feel like dating at all. Like, I do not feel like, but like, would that make me feel better? Just to, like, even if it was just casual and, uh, you know, have somebody to watch Netflix with on a, on a Saturday night. Yeah. Do I have that bandwidth right now to even like entertain that? Nah, I don't. So mm-hmm. like, and I have to be honest about it. That's why I've been in therapy for the last three months is to be honest that I don't have the bandwidth for a relationship right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Like, there's not much I can really do, honestly. There's really not a lot I can do. And I also have to see that there is an end to it. You know? I mean, the sun's going to come out again. It's going to get warm again. Snow's going to melt. And and we're talking, like, within a month, I would assume, that we could at least get back outside without it being terrible, right? Yeah. Um, And then, like, you know, like, over the summer, like, who knows? Maybe I'll start feeling better and, like, want to date. And then when it gets warm and the coronavirus is better and I get my vaccine, then I can, like, make friends and go to my yoga classes that I'm missing so much and hang out outside and not feel, like, so weird about it. And Because, like, for example, Jess asked me on Friday. She was like, hey, a listener just texted us. She used to be in radio and she's um, renting a... um, a theater a movie for, theater to watch a movie on for valentine's day. day and like do you want to go and like because i get especially the radio people because we're all like kind of the same people mm-hmm. it's really easy to like hop in and like feel connected with them so i thought about it for a second but i'm like i won't feel comfortable the whole time i won't feel comfortable hanging around people i don't know where they've been yeah so anyway the point is like what can you change you can't change the weather, right? So go through things that are bothering you right now. You can't change the weather. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. Uh, you but can't, I, got, I got more. I got jeans without holes in it, though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can change your outfits. Mm-hmm. No, I'm saying that's one of the things I had <laughs> yeah. to do. All my jeans had holes in them. I know. Literally. Now, that's not even a joke. <laughs> All my jeans were like so thin. My grandma, literally, <laughs> she sent me a care package. She got me more hoodies and like jeans with no holes, you know, socks. Because before you'd wear them to like look cute, you know, you're like, oh, this is cute winter attire. Exactly. Until you actually move to the winter and you're like, ugh. Yeah, so. Uh, I mean, what else can you do? Can you can you get comfortable here any faster? I mean, I will say this incubation period is probably longer than normal because you can't really meet anybody. It's hard to even get out and do things. And most things are closed. Yeah. And the weather's tough. So can you really, can you, can you, I mean, that's a question I'm asking. Like, can you do anything else to get better assimilated here? Assimilated? I mean, the, I like the, um, I like going to museums and stuff like that. And like, even like, well, not, not all of them are closed. Not Not all of them are closed. Um, stuff like that or, going to Ellicott City and walking around like like even though but then again it's like freaking freezing cold. Know, so right so like I've been trying to cook more. I've been trying to like get recipes and all that you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm just trying to have like just little A lot of indoor stuff though right now. You can't really see yeah. the city like in like the way that you need to when you move to a new place. Right, right, right. Y'all, we still don't even know who the fuck we work with. I know. We haven't seen anybody. I haven't seen one I've seen I've seen our boss. Mm-hmm. I've seen like our radio team for two times have we seen them? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. And we see Tom, our boss, every now and then. We saw him this last week, and then we saw him in December or something like that. Like, it's like we don't see anybody. We don't see. Anybody. So, like, that's the point that I'm trying to make. That I hope helps in this. Now, when it comes to your family, 
that's something you're going to have to figure out. Like, what can you do to change the situation? Yeah. And some things are going to be unavoidable, you know? Like, you want to keep a relationship with your family. It's not like you can just cut them out. Yeah. So, what can you do? And things that are out of your control, as somebody with anxiety, that's like the one thing that when I get down to the bottom of the, like, the bottom of the list of like, here's what I can control, here's what I can't. Mm-hmm. And then it makes you like accept it better, you know? Yeah. It's pretty 101 shit, but some Kramer wisdom. Bye. Bye. I'll talk about my sister's wedding next week. You know, like at weddings, you ever see like in the movies where somebody stands up and says, I object. Is that, you better not. I mean, I'm just, I'm getting to a point. You better not. I'm getting to a point. Are you serious? I mean, I just, there's something that's really. You better not. Really bothering me about my sister's upcoming wedding and I don't really know (sighs) how to handle it. You better just let her do this. I just want to get it over with, but I don't know if I can stand by and watch this kind of stuff and let it happen. Oh, no. Not on my watch. Next week, we'll talk about that. It's not yours to... It's my watch! It's not yours. It's my wedding! It's actually not. I'm the bridezilla at her wedding! Okay. (laughs) All right, next week, we'll talk about that. Uh, Yeah, thanks for listening. Sad sad girl and... (laughs) Sad girl and... Uncomfortable guy. It's okay. It's fine. I don't care. I'm not sad, girl. A little bit. I'm learning. I'm learning, I'm girl. Learning, girl. I'm not Transitioning, girl. I don't give a fuck what you say. Girl in transition. Yeah, I'm girl in transition. Um, yeah, check out our, our other stuff. Um, Jess Social Media Podcast. Jess Do It. J-E-S-S-D. Podcast called Certified Mama's Boy. And my social media is at... If you want to. Oh, okay. That's kind of low-key like that. I mean, That's it's on new. there. It's on there. It's almost full, though. I don't want to brag, but... Are you on the book like that? <laughs> I mean... I'm not. I hang out with the... Somebody actually commented the other day. Where I saw... Was it on my picture or something on one of the posts on Mix? They were like, why does Jess never go on Facebook? Oh, no way. <laughs> They're looking for you. They're looking for you out here. No, because I don't... I don't belong there. That's your people. I don't like it. I mean, I do like it. I do... I forget about it. I'll be better. I'll be better. I'll be better. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com.